What a game on Thursday night football. The Green Bay Packers, the Arizona Cardinals going back and forth all night long until a game-closing interception by the Packers sealed the deal. We're going to break that game down here on the Locked On NFL podcast. I'm Chris Carter with your boy Q talking about that. Who's the top dogs across the country? We're looking at the Bengals as one of the teams that are in that mix. And, of course, we'll give you our top five picks of the week, looking at all the games on the Week 8 slate here in the NFL. We thank you for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen every day. We are freely available on all platforms. And this episode of the Locked On NFL podcast is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at mcdonald's for always being there i'm loving it you are locked on nfl your daily nfl podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day and welcome to the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. We're breaking it down for another Friday episode here on the channel. You can subscribe to this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and of course YouTube, which hopefully you're viewing this on. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Hit this this button, this video with a like button. Share it with your friends because it's a fun time. And you, if you're watching on YouTube, you get to see Q's face because he's paying up on a bet to you Bengals fans. He <laughs> promised if the Bengals beat the Ravens last week, he would be wearing the tiger stripes. So get on YouTube. Go look at this man's face. He is, literally has face paint with the tiger stripes on. Q, how are you feeling with all that junk on your face? Who they? Who they? <laughs> Got to give them some props, man. The Bengals, not only did they beat the Ravens, they beat the brakes off the Ravens last the week. Off. It yeah, wasn't maybe. even close. So I had a lot of Bengal fans hitting me up on Sunday on Twitter saying, uh, hey, man, I can't wait to hear you give the Bengals some love, and I'm definitely going to give them some love. I will say this, a little asterisk, a little side note. I did have one Bengal fan get a little sideways and say he was going to – he was checking me to make sure I was still I was still respecting the Bengals. And I was like, hold up. Hold up there, homeboy. Slow your roll there, Pippen. There ain't, there ain't, no, there ain't no checking nobody going on here. I'll, I'll give you your props. But there ain't no checking right. going on around here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can you got you guys can relax. It's a fun show that we That's like right. to have here. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the fun because Q's got paint on his face to honor the Bengals. It looks like he just got out of like a street carnival. Well, you know what? Up. It's like what my face is is like I'm an older, I'm an older Bengal. So, you know, as you start to get older, you start to lose a little bit of everything. So I feel like I'm that old Bengal at the zoo uh -huh. exhibit where they're gonna take uh -huh. me out and shoot me pretty soon. I'm on my, I'm like on my, I'm on my last leg. So that's why it's only like a little bit of pain on my forehead, some on my cheeks and some on my chin. You can see it on my chin, chin, chin. It's like, it's almost like, uh, what was it in the Lion King when, when, when the King Lion was about to die and you just Mufasa. knew he was, who? Mufasa? Yeah, Mufasa was that. I don't know Mufasa's name, by the way. I don't know Lion King like that. You get How the point. I don't know Lion King. What's I'm not a movie guy. You're wearing a tiger. This is the wrong genre. I'm not a movie guy. You don't have to be a movie guy to like the Lion King. I was what, giving you know a Forget literal this. example so you understood why I look a little like half painted and half not painted. It's because I'm on my last legs. Man, he looks he looks like like Mufasa when he gets thrown off. Anyways, there are Packers fans that are like, why aren't you talking about our win? So let's get to their yeah. win. Yeah. 
this was a huge win. We're going to get back to those tiger stripes in just a minute. And you're, <laughs> you're not knowing the, 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 the Lion King. But the Packers win 24-21 against the Cardinals in Arizona. A huge win here. Yeah. And this was a great game. This wasn't this wasn't your typical like Thursday night football, like two bad teams matched up. This was a, a rare like 6-1 and one versus 7-0 and oh game where these two teams came, were playing at a high level, and they played at that high level. Aaron Rodgers, 22 of 37 for 184 yards, two touchdowns in a night where he didn't have Devontae Adams. Um, he found ways to make it work. His top leading receivers were Aaron Jones and Robert Tanyan, a running back and a, and a, and a tight end. Kyler Murray on the other end, 274 th yards the year, two touchdowns, or well, excuse me, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, but the running game got going with James Conner getting two scores, Chase Edmonds getting a score. Um, this was a this was an impressive game on both sides uh, and big plays to boot all around. Early in the game, I thought there was one of the plays of the year. DeAndre Hopkins on a deep ball is, is yeah. running down the sideline, and while the ball's in the air, he stops like he stops and the cornerback who's looking at him and not looking for the ball thinks that, OK, this is where the route's going and bites on that. Yep. And then DeAndre Hopkins speeds up, goes down the field, makes the catch and scores a touchdown. He would get called back because he did grab the guy's face as he stiffed armed him on the way into the end zone. But I was just like, holy smokes. That's why D hop is my best receiver in football right now. He's he's a fantastic player. He goes up and gets the ball, but he also runs routes like that. It was fantastic. But this came down to. The Cardinals having a goal line stand to stop to keep the Packers out and then driving down the field and then Russell Douglas getting that pick on Kyler Murray. Q, we've had some really good games this year. Is this the game of the year? I don't know if it's the game of the year, but it was fantastic. For everything that you just said, it was great. A uh, great way to start week eight of the NFL season and uh, a game where the Packers, you thought that they were against all odds because of you know you're not you don't have your guy out there you don't have Devontae Adams you have other guys that are out there defensive coordinator was out with COVID I mean they had so many chips stacked against them and they still found a way to win this game and uh, DeAndre Hopkins I think him not being in the game for a lot of it for uh, Arizona was a big factor in why they struggled and he even snuck into the game Cliff Kingsbury said after the game that he checked himself into the game uh, not with the coach's permission he didn't look like he was too happy about that but. I get it, man. He's a gamer, and you can see how important he is for the success of the Cardinals. It just wasn't their night, and uh, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He's a stud, and now the Green Bay Packers improved to 7-0 and without Devontae Adams out on the field. Who would have thought they would have been 7-0 and without Devontae Adams on the field? That's crazy, and I, I wouldn't have thought that. That exactly. man's the big playmaker. But again, this shows the prowess of Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Um, by the way, it it always it always helps also when you win a turnover battle three to nothing like right. the Packers did. For sure. Uh, but but Aaron Rodgers out here again, not superb numbers, but just his command. And this is one thing that I always get up because there's certain people that'll say, "Oh, such and such had a good game or good," because they'll read the box score and right. they'll say, "Okay, he had 400 yards." Or like if they look at this box, they see, "Oh, he had a 184 yards. That's nothing. He didn't have a big." But it's about the command in situational football. And when the game was on the line, key third downs, key you know key plays to keep drives alive and to get the to get the ball the the, the ball moving for the Packers, you saw Aaron Rodgers coming up in in those in those situations i mean third down six of 14 on the night slightly better than than what the cardinals had um and i just i'm just very impressed by how how balanced this packers team is while when aaron Rodgers is at the helm yeah no doubt i i was very impressed by just the whole overall performance of the team again they went in there knowing that everyone counted them out i just knew the cardinals were going to improve to eight no and well it shows what i know i mean man the packers went in there into 
Arizona and took that victory. They had a lot of fans there in attendance. You got to give them props as well for making it almost feel like a, a Packer home game. It was just an all-around great performance by the Packers. And I'll tell you, I know that Arizona had an opportunity to, to go win that game at the end. I still don't think that that they got the call right on the goal line for the Packers anyway. I felt like the Packers had already got into the end zone. That would have salted the game away. But officials ruled them not in the end zone, and, and I don't think there was enough evidence to overturn that, but they did. So Arizona had a chance. Kyler Murray had a chance to really improve on his legend and uh, go 99 yards to beat the Packers. That would have been hell of a, 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 a storyline. We would have been talking about something completely different right now. But uh, Rasul Douglas makes the big play, and A.J. Green, I don't know what planet he was on at the end of the game. He was in the end zone blocking when he should have been in the end zone trying to do what he does, which is catch passes. And that's one. If DeAndre Hopkins could have checked himself in for one play, for that that's play. the one he should have checked himself in for. Man, and that's the thing. How much? How different are we talking right now? If if AJ Green looks the right way, yeah, because he, he didn't even look the wrong way. He didn't look at all. Didn't look at all. That, that's what made that play so bizarre. And if he looks, just looks or turns around, turns his head around, even if he doesn't catch it, he probably at least gets a hand on it and makes it so that Russell Douglas can't pick that ball off. And then the the Cardinals get another chance at this. And at worst, they're kicking a short field goal and most likely going to right. overtime in this. And we're probably recording this game, this this podcast at like two a.m. instead of you know midnight Eastern time. Um, but uh, so actually, thank goodness, thank you, AJ, Green, for not, <laughs> for not doing that, because I would not want to be up that much later. But uh, huge game for the Packers to win. They now vault themselves into consideration to be the best team in the NFL. The, the Cardinals were the last undefeated team in the NFL. There are no more teams with that zero in the loss column. And uh, now there's a question. Who are the top dogs in the NFL? Well, we're going to assert that, including uh, the team that has made uh, Q put face paint on. Who they? Who they? Like to look like a tiger. We get it. Uh, calm down. I have it's to a bangle. It's not a tiger. Same thing. It's, it's not uh, the same thing. Okay, they're not the same thing, but we know. Tigers they, they, they are in right. Detroit. Bengals are in Cincinnati. That's that's not the difference. That's not the that's not the difference. It is the difference. There's an actual like 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 animal difference that where there's a Bengal tiger and there's a regular tiger. Anyways, you're wasting my time. I have to get to McDonald's. This episode is brought to you. This episode of the Locked On NFL podcast is brought to you by McDonald's, where Q is not welcome so long as he's wearing (laughs) that face paint around me because he's gonna keep screaming Hootay at me. Hootay, come on in. Come, come in, Q. Uh, but but McDonald's has been proudly serving communities since 1965. It's also been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's where it's where friends and family can come to reconnect. It's a place where classmates can meet up for a study group, knowing they have dependable Wi-Fi and an endless supply of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, and the home team or the away team can come to recharge. It's the place where you always look forward to stopping at on a long road trip to test your uh, to rest your legs and refuel. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, a lot of Packers fans who on their way back to Green Bay, there were a lot of Packers fans in in the Arizona stands uh, out out there out there at the University of Phoenix Stadium. I bet you there's a lot of Packers fans that are traveling and they're going to get some McDonald's at the airport, McDonald's on their way back. But that's part of what McDonald's is. It's a place for, for everyone to come and refuel and reconnect. Visit your local McDonald's today. I'm loving it. Who day? You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. 
Keeping it rolling here on the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter here with your boy Q. Uh, Q, we cut off your who day at the last second there. Who day? Uh, just, uh, there you go. You got it back in there. But but who day is right. The Bengals have earned their respect. And it's funny, after week one, we were we were, we were chastised by a Bengals fan. You didn't believe in us. And now it's just, we, we believe in you. We're not saying we don't anymore. Um, and they've earned they've earned the, the, this this stage right now. Q, they are at five and two, the one seed in the AFC after seven games. It's been very impressive. But the question is, Q, where does do all these teams stack up with each other? Now they're the one seed because there are there are four five and two teams in the AFC right now. Uh, the Bills are four and two because they had a bye week already, so they'll eventually be back into this mix. But the teams that are five and two are the Bengals, the Ravens, who they just beat handily, um, the Titans, who have resurrected themselves from what was looking like a very shaky start this season, and your Las Vegas Raiders, who are five and two. All those teams playing very well. Now we talked about the AFC teams last week, so we don't yeah. want to just make it the AFC teams this week. We got to look at this NFC because they got a bunch of really good yeah. teams too. The the Cowboys at five and one. With the, with they have bye week, otherwise they might be in this conversation as well. But the Packers now at seven and one after this win on Thursday night football. Uh, Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers at six and one. The Cardinals at seven and one. All these teams right now are jostling. They're, they're going to make it a really tough time for us to make these power rankings uh, when the, uh, uh, for the Locked On Podcast Network when this next week comes out. But Q, where do the Bengals stand? among these teams are they, are they a top five team right now a top three team a top two team how far up do you put them you know i gotta give them a lot of props man they've earned those props man after after going on the run that they've gone on and defeating the teams that they have especially the ravens the way that they handled their business man uh i i love what joe burrow's doing of course jamar chase is going to get a lot of the headlines but the Bengals, man where they're really where they're really buttering their bread in my opinion is on the defensive side of the ball man their defense is top notch their defense is making life difficult on every other team in the league. So I, I got to say that they got to be in the top five uh, in the league. I'd put them in the top five in the league right now. Now, in the AFC, I'd put them in the top three. But in, in the league, I, I would put them in the top five. I think they've earned that, again, on the strength of their defense. I didn't see it coming. I don't think anyone saw it coming. Even Bengals fans didn't see it coming because you just didn't know. But – I can give it that to them now. Sitting at the record that they have, I can give them much props. And, hey, I guess they knew what they were doing when they made the decision to go out and get Jamar Chase. Great one-two punch with Joe Burrow. Of course, they got more guys like T. Higgins as well. But I'm impressed, really impressed. The reason why I got this paint on my face is not because of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. It's because of that defensive side of the ball. So I put them in top five uh, in, in the NFL in general. I, I think that's fair to do right now. Now, the only thing is, though, is that you got all these other teams that we're still figuring out who everyone is. Yeah. You're right. This Bengals defense has been very good. But, you know, one thing that I always that I always look, look at it for testing a defense is how do they do? OK, you, you put up a few good like five or six games here. Let's see how they keep doing as the year goes goes on. I think this Bengals team will be able to st stand up to the test and put up a put up a fight. They're number but, four know, in the league, right? Their defense, I think, is number four in the league. Mm -hmm. They're number four in the league and they put up some really good numbers, but there's other teams that are that, who have defenses that are figuring it out week after week. The Titans defense I thought was going to be a, a really weak spot all season long. Yeah, it's you getting know, they're better. Still not, they're, they're still not ranking up there or anything, right. but they've gotten better. They're, they have. You know, like you said, they are they are they are competing out there. They had a really they've had a really good, especially the last two weeks with some of the plays they've made. The Raiders defense, they get pressure on you. Getting they better. Cover. They're, yeah. they're fast. They're getting better. The Cowboys defense, and maybe it's just Devon Diggs. Maybe it's just the just Diggs just interception every single Yeah, game. they create but, turnovers. They create a bunch of turnovers. That's mm -hmm. that's how the Cowboys butter their bread. Their defense isn't that great, 
But Diggs is special, and they find a way to get the ball out, which is huge. Micah Parsons also in yeah. the mix as well. Both of both of them being uh both of them being major playmakers. But the Packers showing, hey, we can make big plays too on defense. Yeah. They had a they had a big interception from Russell Douglas. And again, like you like you said before, they've they've been missing Devontae Adams and they're out here like it doesn't matter. Aaron Rodgers is like, you know what? You don't want to spend you know a first rounder on 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 wide receivers every year. I don't care. I'm still gonna find ways to make it work. Um, they've been remarkable. And then of course there's a Super Bowl champion Buccaneers at six and one. This is this is this is a really good year for the NFL. A lot of really good teams and some of them coming from really competitive divisions. The parody. AFC North parody, exactly. The AFC North, you've got the Bengals and the Ravens at five and two. The Browns are right behind them at four and three. The Steelers are only a game behind the Browns at three and three. Yep. Um th- this has been this is a very exciting year. I think that we're all kind of just I think people are overlooking the significance of how many well-constructed teams there are in the NFL right now. No, I, I agree, and and I love the fact that it's not just the usual suspects. You know, like, I mean, you look at Kansas City, and they're at the bottom of the AFC West. I mean, you got the Raiders and Chargers battling at the top of the AFC West, the Titans on top of the South, the Bengals and yep. Ravens at the top of the North, the Bills on the East. You know, it's not, it's not the usual suspects. Of course, the Buccaneers, you expect them to be there, but the Cowboys, I expected them to be a winner in that division, but, man, they're, they're playing dominating football right now you know so when they have that game this week against the Vikings that's going to be a tough one but it's a game I expect them to win I mean they just they're playing some damn good ball so yeah there's a lot of good football teams that weren't necessarily great football teams a year ago absolutely we're really intrigued to see how this game continue how the season continues to progress all right off the top of your head no no piece of paper no 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 work here give me your top five NFL teams right now Q okay um wow that's tough um, I would say that the number one team, oh man, especially cause I'm a prisoner of the moment. I just saw what happened with the Cardinals and the Packers. I had the Cardinals at number one last week. I'll flip them. I'll put the Packers at number one. I'll put the Cardinals at number two. Um, I'll put the Titans at number th- three. Okay. I'll put the Bengals at four and the bills at five. Man, we're we're very similar here. I got the I got the Packers at one because they won this game. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna have I'm gonna keep the Cardinals at two because I do think that they I mean you lose it's like if Alabama lost to uh lost to Georgia or right. lost to Alabama. It's like how mad are you at, at them for right. that loss? I I've got the Rams at three because I think that they're a very complete Yeah, they are damn good. I mean, they're just they're they're just so good right now. Um, I've got the the Buccaneers at four and the Bengals at five. I actually think the Bengals have played really good football to this point. So no Titans um, and, and no Bills. That's tough, man. It's tough. I think the biggest thing is, like you said, is recency bias. The Bills get a dub this week. They might shut out the Dolphins for a third shutout. They'll yeah. vault themselves right back up right into the top five. But it's just kind of like you know, hey, they had a bye week, and from what I've heard, the Bills are mad. Like they're they are. So frustrated at the way that they lost, and they've had two weeks to sit on it. Those top five will probably change after this weekend. Well, and Um, the Rams—they barely beat the Lions last week. Remember, they—they almost got Jared Goff. He almost got his revenge on the Rams. (laughs) Almost got his revenge game. That is very true. That is very true. I just—I look at the Rams at being a much more complete team than than I think many people give them credit for. Daryl Henderson's playing at a very good level for the running back position. That defense is phenomenal. Matt Stafford is fitting in better than you and I ever gave him credit for so far it's still a long season but um uh but th- 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 those are our top five who is your top five in the nfl let us know uh, on twitter at your boy q254 at carter critiques if you want to reach out to us and hit us up We're let me ask you this before we take a break oh, let me ask you okay, this go ahead. if you had to pick one team from the nfc and the afc to represent right now who would you pick 
Woo! I mean, I guess I'm a liar if I say that the Bengals weren't weren't that team, but I, I'd go back to I'd say eventually because I'm doing right now who the top five right. teams are, and the Bengals are in that power ranking spot. But I I do think that the Bills are the most complete team in the AFC right now, and I think that they're going to be the team that comes out on top in the AFC when all said and done, as long as they stay healthy. And who right now, man, it's hard for me to, to you know, I, I like what the Cardinals are doing. I like what the Packers just did, but I feel like Aaron Donald and those Rams they're they, they are going to be a real tough team when it gets late in this season. Defense wins championships. And I think they got too many playmakers on defense to lose uh, some of these big games later in the season. We'll see though. So if I had to pick two right now, bills and Rams, who you got? I think I would go with Cowboys and bills. I think those would be that's the fair. two I pick. Uh, the Cowboys, again, they create a lot of turnovers. I don't know if that's sustainable, but uh, I really believe in the weapons that they have there in Dallas, and, and I like what what Dan Quinn's done with that defense. And, and you said Micah Parsons earlier; he's been a, a godsend for that defense. And and of course, Trevon Diggs is a stud. And then the Bills, I, I'm like you; I think they're the the most complete team, even though I don't have them ranked as high in my top five. I just think that when push comes to shove. And it came down to it. Who's going to be the best team to represent and, and, and play in the AFC, in the Super Bowl for the AFC? I just go with Buffalo. So uh, those are the two best teams. But I'm not trying to discredit and disrespect the Bengals because they're representing who they. <laughs> and you still got that stupid fate pay, pay. Okay, okay. We're going to get to some Lion King questions here in just a little bit. Before we do that, we got to talk about Built Bar. If you want a healthy treat that tastes like a candy bar, Built Bar is the ultimate protein bar for you. It's the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, and it comes in so many different flavors. Whether you want a fruity snack like raspberry, strawberry, or orange, or something different like salted caramel, cookies and cream, real cookie dough, or double chocolate, Built Bar has all the flavors for you to enjoy. Best part, they're all healthy. They range from 130 to 180 calories. They pack 17 to 18 grams of protein, but only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. That's a tasty and healthy snack that'll save you from eating the snack you regret later and help anyone stay on task with their diet. Order today and get your favorite flavor delivered right to your door by going to Built dot com to use promo code locked 15 that's l-o-c-k-e-d one five locked 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your next order again use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com who day you are locked on nfl your daily nfl podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Back here on the Locked On NFL Podcast, and Chris Carter here with your boy Q and Q. Okay, before we get to our picking our top five games of the weekend, how you mean? What you mean? You don't know who Mufasa? You know who Simba is, right? Yeah, Simba was his uh, his little cutie, right? You said that real, like real, like I don't know, I don't know, like I might, I, I might be, I might, Chris might be playing me here. Yes, he was his son. How oh, I didn't know he was his son. I thought he was his little homeboy. I thought he was his homeboy. Oh, you thought he was his homeboy? Oh my gosh! I don't know. I don't watch those movies. You have kids. That's right. The kids watch the movies. I don't watch what the kid movies. Understand? So, like, you don't know what the circle of life is or none of that stuff. The circle of life? Nah, man. Wow. 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 This this is why you have problems. This is why you think delusional thoughts like this, like Steelers Nation isn't a thing. This is why it's not you a no thing. credit in anything else. It's not thought. a thing. Ask the Bengals. Bengal fans will tell you that it's not a thing either. Oh, oh really? They'll, they'll, they'll Bengal tell you fans got my back now. Had, with the history they've had getting destroyed by the Steelers. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure the Bengals would back you up. Show some respect. <laughs> put some respect on their name. <laughs> we do. We put the respect on their name. And you put some respect on your face, apparently. That's what happened there. That's right. Oh, 
But uh, but hey, anyways, let's get to some of our games of the weekend. We've got a few of them lined up for lined up for y'all. Let's start off with an NFC South showdown. It's a three and four Panthers at the three and three Falcons. Man. The fighting Matt rules. They were your boys, Q. They were your boys. And they went from three and zero oh to three and four, losing four straight. The Falcons, on the other hand, have rebounded to get back to five hundred. Now, part of this is Christian McCaffrey. He's been hurt. Yeah, that's a big problem. And he was he. They paid him a whole bunch of money to be the center of that offense. Sam Darnold has turned from the carriage back into the pumpkin, and now everyone's kind of looking at him like that's why the Jets let you go. Right. Uh, it, it wasn't just New York. I'm going with the Falcons in this game. They're the home team. They've been playing better football, and I think the Panthers have been spiraling as has Sam Darnold. But do you are you sticking with your Matt Rule boys one more time? I'll tell you, man. The Matt Rule train is starting to slow down, man. I'm really disappointed in what he's been able to do on a four game losing streak like you mentioned uh it's been a big time disappointment Christian McCaffrey injured not a surprise as far as I'm concerned I don't know what he's got to do to get right uh Sam Darnold doesn't seem like he's the answer but he benched him last week and then he called him the starter this week so I'm assuming that maybe that's going to light a fire under Darnold I'm gonna rock with the Panthers one more time man Matt Rule's my guy he's making me look bad but I'm gonna rock with him one more time there you have it. And another division rival game. This is a game I, I will be I will be covering. Uh Steelers at Browns. Steelers three and three, Browns four and three coming off a Thursday night football. When the Steelers are coming off a bye week and the Browns are getting that sort of short bye week off of Thursday night football going into a Sunday game. The Browns are a little hurt up though. Javian Clowney has three different injuries. He's been he hasn't been able to practice this week. Nick Chubb coming off an injury. Baker Mayfield coming off an injury. Lots of questions there. The Steelers on a two-game winning streak coming off a bye week. Q, what do you think is the result of this game? Is Nick Chubb, I mean, and they saw with with Dearness Johnson last week, they were able to run the ball all over the Broncos uh, without without any hesitation. Do you think that the Browns keep up the pace and go to 5-3, and three, or do you think the Steelers get some payback for their playoff loss from last season? This one's in Heinz Field, right? Uh, no, this is in First Energy Stadium. This is in Cleveland. Okay, okay. Um, That, that does change the game a little bit, but I, I, I don't believe in the Browns. I really don't. Uh, I don't believe in Baker Mayfield. Even if he isn't injured, I don't, I'm not a big Mayfield believer uh, ever since Oklahoma. I, I thought he was great in Oklahoma. I haven't thought he was that great in the league, but that's another conversation. Uh, I think that the Browns beat the brakes off the Broncos because the Broncos aren't very good. They're on a four-game losing streak as well, uh, and they let a third-string uh, running back beat them and a, a pedestrian at best backup quarterback in Case Keenum. I, I just don't think that the Steelers are going to fall for that banana in the tailpipe. I think Mike Tomlin, as you very well know, got a little fired up at his uh, presser oh, earlier he? this week. I, I got to give him a lot of respect for that. So I think Mike Tomlin gets those boys right, and the Steelers come out with a victory. I'm right here with you. And also, the Steelers are fired up about it. Joe Hayden talked about it, I think, on yeah. Wednesday at that camp. And we were asking him, and, and like I was right there. And he was, he was like, he was like, listen, man, that got me fired up. He's like, I wanted to run through a wall. And he said, other Steelers players want to run through a wall for Mike Tomlin. They're like, that's our coach that, that's yeah. out there. And let me tell you, when Mike Tomlin's looking around and he says, anybody else got any other college questions? You're sitting there saying, no, no, we do not, Mr. Tomlin, sir. <laughs> I love it. But uh, it was uh, it was it was a crazy day. But uh, we're both there. The Steelers getting a win, um, and a little bit of revenge against the Browns. They'll go to four and three. Browns fall to four and four. Uh, moving along here, AFC South showdown: Titans at five and two at three and four. Colts. The Titans playing red hot. The Colts can't figure them out. Don't know what's going on half the time. But they there's times they're randomly competitive. They almost took the Ravens, but then they blew that game. They're at home. They absolutely need this game to keep to, to get it to keep their foot in the mentions of the. AFC uh, wild card race and to stay within reach because if they win this game, they would be one game behind the Titans. 
but I don't think that's going to happen. Derrick Henry's too good of a running back. This Titans team is figuring some things out. They're also figuring out if you just give the ball to him more, you're going to succeed. The Colts, I don't think. Uh, Darius Leonard, heck of a linebacker. I don't think him and this defense are ready for what's coming. You know, it's funny. I, I think that the Titans, they've come off a couple big wins in a row. Uh, they're showing their their muscles. They're flexing their muscles. They're getting their Derrick Henry on and showing them how beastly they could be. I think Indy's going to take this game, though. I really do. Ooh, uh, Carson Wentz is playing. Special. Hey, man, Carson Wentz is playing better than than a lot of people expected him to play, including myself. Um, I know it's not going to be pretty. I think it's going to be sloppy. But I think Indy finds a way to win this one. You know, the league is weird where there's always games that you feel really confident about and then the other team wins. I kind of got that gut feeling. It could be gas, but I got that gut feeling that – that Indy's going to be that team that's going to you're going to see after the game on Sunday and say, "Damn, how did they do that?" I think they take down the Red Hot Titans. I think they show us a little something, something. So I got I got Indy in this game. That's our first split this week. That's a that's a really interesting one right there. So Indy, you got the Colts. I got the Titans. Let's move along to some so to some four o'clock games to a four o'clock game NFC South showdown six and one Buccaneers at four and two Saints. Now some people might think. Why do we care about this game? Well, the Saints have a good record right now. Also, the Saints swept the Buccaneers last year when Drew Brees was playing horribly. So I look at this as an opportunity for like, you know what? Maybe does Sean Payton say, I got the formula to beat these guys and no. I'm going to show the world that we still got. Gil's <laughs> no. not even letting me no. finish, like set him up. I'm trying to set you up to get no. there. He's like, Chris, don't even build any further. Just let me smack this whole thing down. The Buccaneers are crushing. Yeah, no, no, they don't. Did you see that Monday night football game against Seattle? I saw that. Those wide receivers stink. Jameis is – I like Jameis. I root for him to do well, but he's not working with a lot there. Those wide receivers there in, in New Orleans, they stink. I mean, they got Kevin White still running routes out there. I didn't even know Kevin White was still in the league until that Monday night football game against Seattle. I'm telling you, that was, that was bad football. The Saints found a way to get a dub, but – uh, just bad football all around, man. So I, I think Tampa Bay is going to give them the business. Jameis ain't going to be eating no dubs. He's going to be eating an L on Sunday. I'm right here with, with you on that. So we're both going Buccaneers. Final game, Sunday night football, 5-1 and one Cowboys, 3-3 three and three Vikings. The Vikings, another team that has, you know, looked dead, but now they're back to 500. If they were to win this game, Q, they would put themselves back in the race and say, all right, we're we're a legitimate contender in the NFC. They'd be far behind the Packers, but they would say, like, look, don't forget about us in this wild card race. But the Cowboys, if they win this game, they would vault themselves to six and one and be one of the top contenders in the conference. I think they do this. They do this by winning this game. Both teams have phenomenal running backs. But the Cowboys have a better have a better quarterback. They have a more complete wide receiver crew, and they got better playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. I think those playmakers are the ones that seal this game. I think Diggs keeps up his interception streak, and he picks off Kirk Cousins, maybe even for another pick six. Right. I think I could pick off Kirk Cousins. You could pick off Kirk Cousins. I'm, I've never been a big Kirk Cousins fan. I don't. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but a little you bit. You like that? You don't like that? Right. Exactly. I don't. I don't like that. I do like the fact that I think. Dallas has a really good team. Like I mentioned before, man, they're, they're solid on the defensive side of the ball. Dak is playing really well. That offense, of course, they got weapons all over the field, the running backs, the wide receivers, the tight ends. I mean, you pick it, they're going to beat you somehow. So uh, I, I don't think that Mike Zimmer and the and the Vikings, I don't, I don't think that that marriage is going to last too much longer. I think it'll, it'll last throughout the course of the year. But at the end of the season, I think Minnesota's looking for a new head coach. Uh, I think this is one of the games that helps them get there a little bit sooner rather than later. Uh, I think Dallas runs the, the Vikings out of their own place. 
There you have it here. We both have the Cowboys. We both have the Buccaneers. We split on Titans Colts. He has the Colts. I have the Titans. And we both have the Steelers, and we both have the Falcons. Big games coming up this week. Day? All, a lot of yeah, – there we go, the Bengals. We both uh, – we'll, we'll give a bonus game here. Okay. <laughs> Are we picking the Jets to beat the Bengals? No. Hell no. <laughs> that would That's be straight that. disrespect to that the Cincinnati Bengal fans, and I ain't about that life. All right, wait, wait, okay, Q, Q, Q. If if the Jets beat the Bengals, I, you know what? No, I don't. I don't. I'm not getting. Yeah, that. no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish what you were gonna say. To- <laughs> Come on, Tony the Tiger. If uh, yeah, you are to great. Uh, <laughs> you do look like Tony the Tiger. Okay. If the Jets beat the Bengals, okay, I will wear green and white face paint for the next YouTube show. Okay. There you go. Okay. There you go. Now, granted, that's nowhere near as dangerous of a bet as you made last week. Because if the Jets beat the Bengals, I'm going to be so mad at the Bengals. I tell you what, if they lose this game and make me have to wear green and white face paint, I will I will come on here and I will yell at every Bengals fan yeah. that ever said that we would have gotten mad. I'm like, no, we never should have believed in you. So you better come through this week. For I'm sure. If, I'm coming with the heat with a green and white face thing. If the Bengals lose to the Jets, we are just going to straight up disrespect the Bengals it's because they deserve point. it. Everything that we said this week, take it back. Yeah, exactly, that, exactly. That ain't, that ain't happening. This is a good. This is a good uh, survivor pick. If you're in a survivor league, this is a good survivor pick. Bengals will will, will crush the Jets. I have full confidence in them. Yep. That's why I will not be pinning my face green next week. But. This has been the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Thanks so much for listening and watching. Don't forget, we're on YouTube. Like our video. Subscribe to our, our, our network. C- go to YouTube just to see how crazy. Q has maintained this the entire show. He has not scratched his face once. Nope. I'm impressed with it. He's going to have to wash this stuff off as soon as the show's over. But we thank you for listening, watching the show. Q, let people know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Well, you can find me in your local zoo uh, looking like... <laughs> <laughs> No, just kidding. Eh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I kid. I kid. No, but really, um, on Twitter, at your boy Q254, that's where you can find everything. My radio show, my podcast, Locked On Raiders podcast, Locked On Bets, Locked On NFL, of course, with Christopher Carter. So we hold it down. But, yeah, everything you can find from me is always on Twitter, at your boy Q254. How about you, Chris? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can you can check me out on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Like you can check out Q on Locked On Raiders Monday through Friday. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and of course YouTube. Check us out there. Like the video. Subscribe to the channels. It always helps us out. Um, also, also, you can read my work on on Pitt football and Pitt basketball. Pitt's got a big game against Miami this weekend. Uh, Mel Kiper Jr. has now put Pitt's quarterback Kenny Pickett at the top of the draft boards. If you're interested in who this guy is who this kenny pickett dude is that is coming out and 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 getting everyone to talk about him across the country come read my work i did a full film breakdown on gkpittsburghsports.com about him you can read that for free it's out in front of our paywall so you can check out film analysis background on who kenny pickett is and what the what has made his rise as well as pitt's rise to be one of the top teams in the acc this year and why your team may want themselves a kenny pickett in the nfl draft but all that right at dkpittsburghsports.com on the lockdown steelers podcast everything that i do check me out at carter critiques q thanks for doing another great show my man i will catch you next friday when we're talking about another great game right here on the locked on nfl podcast who day wilson you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it i got a huge assist from grammarly an ai writing partner that helped me make my point and it works everywhere i write summarizing a doc only took one click when everyone uses grammarly Everything just makes sense.
Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.